Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love and them. And today we are d- delivering babies. D- <laughs> that could be That's that could so be the funny. act of sex or we're storks. That that could it could also just be that we have babies in our hands and we're giving them to their respective parents. Or, or we're actually delivering we babies. Like yeah, we're just we're making we, these babies yeah, happen. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that it could be, but it's none of them. We're talking about Death Stranding, <laughs> the weird, crazy Kojima game that came out at the end of last year, the one that was going to be PT, the one that was going to be Silent Hill, the one that ended up being Death Stranding, and it is bonkers. It is bonkers. It's big. It's crazy. It's different. It is interesting, and we get into it. And you know, we got more words games. to describe it. More words to describe it. Okay. It, it is, is large. large. It, it is. It is emotional. It, it is wet. Plot heavy. It is. <laughs> it's wet. It, it is it, bigger than a bread is, box. It is misshapen. It is. <laughs> it is. It feels weird to the touch. It, what it, are it, you it, describing? I don't. I don't. It's a box, guys. <laughs> it's a box with a question mark on it. Put your hands in. Put you your hands in. S- you sound like you filled a balloon with spaghetti and meatballs. A balloon. A balloon. Did I say a balloon? You said a balloon. So I want to know where you're going with this. I filled a balloon with with spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs, and then you ran under a faucet, and you're like, "Touch this." You're like, "This is wet, and it is <laughs> misshapen, and it is I don't know what it is." That's I was imagining somebody putting meatballs and spaghetti into balloons. Yeah, How it's do you funny. Do? It's funny. You got to blow it up first, and then try to not let the air escape as you drop a meatball in there. <laughs> Oh, how preposterous! <laughs> but not as nearly as preposterous as this game, guys. We brought it back. We brought it back. Ayo, this is new players joined. And we're off. Hey. hey. Hey! <laughs> Which episode is this? This is our big episode. Okay. So as you know, for anybody listening, we are doing daily episodes, but every Tuesday, our daily episode will be our regular, longer, more thought out, more planned yeah. episode. Yeah, guys. So here you are for the real deal. Here's the real deal. This is the one, This one's for real. This one's for real. This one's for fake. There are mirages of podcast episodes that you should skip over. Uh, what? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys haven't uh, told about people, tell people at our podcast that they have nothing to do all day or yeah. they're sick of listening to murder shows. That's guys, true. if you listen to too many murder shows and you're you'll, stuck, you'll start thinking stuck about murder. in an apartment, man, Jesse starts to look pretty great as a dead body. Starts looking pretty <laughs> good. something? Yeah, what's up? Thank you for you're thinking welcome. I look great it's as a dead body. It's kind of my thing. It's kind of my thing. I didn't, it's really you know, great. I, I appreciate knowing I look great, whether it be alive, <laughs> or dead, yeah. corporeal, or otherwise. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesse's got it going on. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, uh, talking video games. Talking, what's going on with those? Talking video games. How you doing today, Keith? I'm doing pretty good. Doing Hold good? On, uh, doing well? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Doing good. Yeah, hanging doing in pretty, there. Hanging, hanging in, in there. there, guys. Hanging in there like the rest of you. This is one week. This is one week. Yeah, it's uh, it's not been good. No, how difficult this has proven. <laughs> no, this is uh, this is bad. If this is gonna go on until July, but I'm gonna be positive. We're gonna yep. try to be positive. I mean, how much longer can I don't we know. be pot? I mean, we, let's. Uh, at least, I mean, at least one more hour. That's one more hour. That's all we need. Is and then one I can more just go back hour. to being so angry all the time. 
Yeah. yeah. You still playing RimWorld right now? I am still playing RimWorld. Um, I'm to the point where I need to bit like I'm super souped up. Everyone mm-hmm. has machine guns. Yep. Everyone is drunk. Everyone. <laughs> so far, you're describing America. Yeah, everyone's drunk, has got machine guns, and they're all trying to get off this planet. So it is very much like America. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just looking to do quests for advanced components. Nice. And I got a turtle now. I got all this fun stuff. I got on. a turtle. It's so I got fun a turtle now. You're like, I, I got machine guns, and also I finally leveled up I, enough to have a turtle. Nobody does anything anymore because I shut down production on all of the weed and all of the booze. <laughs> we have too much of it. We have so, thousands of joints so, just hanging out of my house i'm like so i don't do we don't people, need me- what do people not do anything more because if they don't make weed or booze there's nothing to do or do people not do anything anymore because they're protesting the lack of weed and booze so they're ta- so what is their task and you mm-hmm. have these workbenches and the workbenches are like what do you want to make do you want to make a sniper rifle do you want to make food blah 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 yeah. things like that and so i'll be like hey make marijuana joints forever because i was just like <laughs> Because you do have everything. Make food forever. Make joints forever. Make booze forever. Because I, I don't want to lose time and right. track of it and then be like, oh, we're, we're, we don't we're, have we enough. Don't have, we're out of I it or whatever. I love that you just described weed like you were a 1980s Republican housewife. Just like, he's smoking a marijuana joint right now. <laughs> he's having himself a jazz cigarette. Yeah, they're Real all, cool stick. They're all taking a lot of breaks from working to go yeah. smoke marijuana. Um <laughs> As we all are, uh, but yeah, like four more people have joined my crew. Yeah, we're I all would too out. if you had all these marijuana joints. Uh, but other than that, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, plain persona, guys. Yeah, it's what it takes too long. <laughs> Carolina and I are trying to play together because I'm mm-hmm. like trying to get her involved. Yeah, and I'm like, this isn't gonna happen. No, I'm like this. You're like, I'm over 80% of this game, and it takes too much time to redo it. And she's like, this is a lot. Yeah. And we're only three hours in. Oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because those three hours are like to us. We're like, all right, we watched like an episode of a show. You watched an episode of a Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, so we're just kind of like, okay. So, like, it's harder for for me to be like, hey, want to, like... Watch me play. Yeah, I'm kind of like, this isn't going to happen. I just no. have, I'm going to have to like just play this while she's sleeping. Yeah. Play this all while everybody's sleeping. Yeah, and dude. I'll just be going through Japan with my little personas <laughs> killing things. Dude, little uh, perv cat. Little perv cat. Little, little perv little Morgana. Perv uh, don't call her a cat. <laughs> it a cat. He a cat. Don't know yet. Won't tell you. Won't, Won't tell, tell you. Won't tell you. Jesse's playing Shadow of the Colossus. I'm playing Shadow of the Colossus. I'm playing Undertale. I'm playing Street Fighter V. Are I you, pl- though? I take back some of those. Um, How dare you? Are you playing them? The only one I'm no longer actively playing is Street Fighter V because, listen, I bought this game for like eight bucks and I was like, I'm going to get to play a Street Fighter game. Cool. The whole game is just online. But like, I don't get So there's a main story and then there's a character story, but you did the character story. The, I went to play the story mode. There's character story and then there's story mode. There's just like there's I, main story and then there's character story. I don't know if there is a main story. It said main story, but you can click on but it for I some reason. Play it. I don't know. So I'm playing You're, all these small character modes, and the small character modes are literally just choose a character. You have three fights. They're not even best two out of three. They're just three fights. Yeah. And then that's it. That's their whole story. Yeah, I don't, and it's the it's. The, I assume you're playing it wrong. I don't know. People are probably yelling at you and telling you that you're playing it wrong. The whole thing is just online. 
Well, I don't know what that means. Literally, I, I did you not want to let's go online? I don't get it. Everything's I downloaded online. the game because okay. I was like, I want to just play a Street Fighter game like I've always played a Street Fighter game. Select a character, play through the tournament, have some fun, see their little yeah. ending, whatever. I get on and it's like, here's like, here's online mode. Here's how you gain points in online mode. Here's how you buy new skins in online mode. Here's how you buy more points in online mode. And I'm like, literally. I had to click just like skipping, pr- jamming the X button yeah. for two minutes for them to stop telling me announcements about online. Hasn't mode. this game been out for like a decade? Probably. I mean, Street Fighter Five came out like when 360 was out and stuff. Yeah. I think like that. And so I was just like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I just want to play the game. I just want to play the game. And then I got to the game and I selected like character mode. And they're like, you sure? <laughs> like the yeah. game was so like, this isn't how the game's supposed to be played. So it's all just online. And I'm like, oh, this isn't at all what I was hoping it would be. So I just more or less wasted eight bucks. I could have bought a sandwich, but but you didn't. I didn't. You couldn't have bought a sandwich. Where no, would you buy? Right now, where I, would you buy a sandwich from right now? I wouldn't. That's the saddest. Would you buy thing. a sandwich anywhere right now? No, anywhere. I wouldn't. Not, you wouldn't trust anything. I anything. wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a sandwich. Yeah, I'm from right anywhere. there. Everything I'm eating, I'm cooking at home. It takes yeah. a lot of time. And just so we're clear, it's not because I'm worried about the coronavirus. It's because. I do not trust people anymore to make good sandwiches. I don't. I don't think people have my best sandwich in mind when they are making yeah, a sandwich. I think. For me. I, I think it's. I don't want to go somewhere if somebody's making food because I'm like I don't know if they even want to be there. Yeah. I don't even. I'm. Things, I feel bad seeing anybody who's working right now. I know. I went to Trader Joe's and I was just like, oh man, how is it? He's like, yeah, it's better because they're not letting people in. I'm like, is it better or is it world's better? He's like, I didn't want to come in those yeah. other days. Uh, yeah. He's like, I hated it every second of it. Of course course every second everybody hey guys welcome to new players join the podcast about the video games people love and why they love those video quote games. quote him so on much. that quote, quote me him on, on quote that. me on it quote we are here it. in our apartment we keeping are. the podcast rolling keeping yeah the show. keeping the show go keeping the party going yep the that's sh- it's a party that doesn't stop for weeks on end to keep to quote Shakespeare, the show must keep recording on a weekly basis or else they will lose all of their revenue. We're like Pleasure Island in Disney. It's always New Year's Eve here. Is there a place in Disney called it Pleasure was. Island? It was called Pleasure Island. That's disgusting. N- what was the point? It was in Disney World. <laughs> it's all kid stuff. And you can go fucking get drunk wherever. Oh, that's the adult place? Yeah, you literally could go. You just get plastered and there's like 20 different clubs how and many, stuff like that. How many times do you think they were like... Orgy Oasis. Nah. It was uh, uh there was like Cabana. Nah. I mean, they have to be Disney esque. Yeah. You have to hide the Disney. There was like a comedy club. There was like a this is when uh this is when the song <laughs> Yeah was doing no not yeah. Hey yeah. Or, not hey yeah. No, yeah by uh what's his Usher? face? Usher. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was hey ya and then there was just yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> hey, yeah, and yeah. 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 But, so, yeah, and yeah. Okay, so, yeah, those were the two big songs at the time. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that we're, we're, we're Pleasure Island here in the apartment. Keeping the pleasure Keeping the pleasure rolling. rolling. That is disgusting. Like, it's a thing no one wants to keep doing. Yep. Oh, God. Let's just keep this fuck party going, Let's I guess. Let's keep this fuck party going, guys. Somebody's got... If if we all stop fucking, then it's just a party. So somebody's got to be fucking at all times. Guys, fuck energy. It's the new clean energy. <laughs> uh, but just, today... Just on a wheel having sex. Today's a special episode. Today is a special it's episode. It's a lot about keeping the ball rolling. That's true. When you kind of don't want to. This is... So we're talking about a game today 
that has been, I've, I feel like, a, a big gaming moment for you in the past year. Yeah. And one that, you know, came out to mixed reviews, but we've both finally beaten it. That is me saying I've finally beaten it so Be- we can talk about it. Be Death Stranding, yep. Say it, say it again, Keith. What game were Death talking about? Death Stranding. Yes. This game that I hate that people... Hate it? I hate that people that were straight up, this game sucks. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, like... You, I, you can tell me you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, tell me yeah. it was, the gameplay was boring for you. Yeah. It wasn't your vibe, mm-hmm. and to like, you can tell me those things. But yeah. for you to be like, this game sucked, I'm like, you, you don't, you bad taste. Yeah, I don't have to tell you. Yeah, if if you're like, if, if you're one of the people that was just like, this is the worst game ever, I'm like, yeah, you saw an internet slam dunk train, and you were like, I want to belong as well. I will say the same thing. You're the person who uh, this tastes like shit, and you're like, yeah, but you, your taste buds are, is literally, you need everything to be way too hot, and you're like, yeah, yeah but. <laughs> This game sucks. If you're this like, you don't, sugar, but I your ta- your taste buds are destroyed. You only eat things that are way too hot. They're like, yeah, this game sucks. So, um, so tell me in your own words what this game is about. This game is about well, uh, it's about Sam Bridges, uh, uh, the actor. I'm forgetting his name. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Yes, from The Walking. And Norman Reedus is basically a silent protagonist yeah. in a way. Yeah. He talks in it, but he's kind of like your representation of you. And he kind of has these superpowers, and the superpowers are he can see these. He can see death. Yeah, that's what he can see. Yeah, he um, can sense or see it. And so, what happened to the Earth is uh, at some point there was a big explosion, mm-hmm. and these like death things, like it opened a portal. No one really explains really what yeah. it is, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't really like care. Yeah. It's this it's thing with much it's world this, building. It's this thing with sci-fi. You start creating people and worlds mm-hmm. and organisms and things, and it's hilarious to me how many things just get passes and how many things just don't. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know what the deciding factor is. Yeah, you know what I mean. There like just, there needs to be some little justification along the way. The the Star Trek thing. How is it possible to move faster than the speed of light? Oh, Kyrelium crystals. Got it. Moving like, on. Like Metal Gear Solid, the first one, loved it. Mm-hmm. Love it so much. I thought this story was way more cohesive oh, than yeah. like any of his Metal Gear Solid yeah. games. And people through and through were like, those games are amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, I agree, but, but you guys you're, are not, on this one. you're not giving it the same amount yeah. of leeway. You're giving those other games. So because. Go ahead. Basically, what happens in Death Stranding? So what happens is you're Norman Reedus, yep. and you are the son of the president, right? And the president of the United States, and you, the whole world is just destroyed. Like there's nothing outside. Everyone in the world hides in these little like, shelters. Shelters. Yeah. They don't go above ground because if you go above ground, there's these ghosts, and they're basically death. And what they do is, if they kill you, it's like a huge meteor hits the earth yeah, an and, enormous de- and destroys everything in its path. Yeah. So dead people, basically, the moment you die, you explode and you kill everything else in yep. that vicinity. So there is nothing left. Yeah. And the whole point of the game is to get Norman Reedus to go from New York City or wherever he is, New York, the DC. East Coast, D.C., and go all the way to California and basically connect the internet. Yeah. That's essentially the whole game. That's it. We're going to connect everyone around the world. Mm-hmm. And you're a character who's kind of like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Because the whole world only works with these UPS packages, guys. It's just your UPS. Your porters. And so every shelter, everywhere around the world, they have these 3D printers. Mm-hmm. So they don't really need 
anything. Except Nobody to needs be, except to be connected. So like they need to be connected, and there's other things they can't get. So like even the joke of it is in the game and side missions. Like you can deliver somebody pizza, yeah, because there isn't pizza, yeah, and things like that. So the whole game is you going from literally DC to. Uh, the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. connecting people with the internet and doing little missions, and it gets more advanced as it goes on. And there's obviously plots and stories, and we'll talk about each character as we go along. Yeah. But that's essentially the gist of it. Yeah. Now, I could go in I will, to talk will, about all the ghost character and yeah. all that shit, but I will we'll say get to that one eventually. Thing, go ahead. And that is that the one recurring thing that happens to this is one of the reasons people are underground is because of time fall. At some point, right. rain, rain, if it touches you, it makes you speed up your time. It, it so everything greatly dies. accelerates your, your life. So, like, if you get rained on, you get wrinkled, you get shriveled, you die. So, basically, don't, no one's outside. No yeah. one's doing anything. No. No, it's just you. And if you're up outside, you're crazy. That's yeah. what people see you as. You yeah. never actually see physical people, like, ever in this game. So, that's... That's the basic plot. That's of the, the basic game. That's plot. The world in which the game begins, and it's very vague for most of the game. Oh yeah, it is. Um, it's very vague, and there's a lot of times in the game where they give you information, but they're not connecting it in any way. They're just showing it to you. Yeah. Um, and essentially, what it is is people are like, "What's with this baby?" Oh most, yeah, the baby. So what it is <laughs> is uh, these babies are called BBs, and they're. Taken from wombs, mm-hmm. so they're technically, because the whole philosophy of this game is if you're from Earth, you have a beach, and you're connected to that beach. So it's like you are connected to this planet no matter what. And that beach is like basically where you go when you die. When you go and you die. It's like purgatory or mm-hmm. something like that. So um, what it is, is BBs aren't alive or dead. No. They're in a middle ground. And so they're able to see and sense these ghosts and these monsters mm-hmm. when other people aren't able to. So a, a BB is born a bridge to a, baby. is born to a dead mother. Yes. And kept in a t- in a little tank that makes it think it's in the womb so it's halfway between life and death. And these people wear these things to sense all of these ghosts that are around them so that they can avoid them so that these ghosts won't drag them to the other side create this huge crater and So let's bring let's just point out cuz this is a great example of why the game mm-hmm. When in when you look at it, you're like, "What kind of fucking weird ass yeah, garbage exactly. is Hideo up to?" Yeah. But when you explain what the baby is mm-hmm. and what its powers are, you're like, "Oh, that makes okay. That makes a certain like, amount of logic." I'll sense. like, I'll follow you. Yeah, I'll like get you know on board what I mean. So a lot of this game is it's like Persona. Yeah. I have to sit Caroline down in front of Persona. She's like, oh. I just slowly I, unravel I have to un- it unravel this. Because if you just yeah. tell somebody what it is, they're like, this is stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense. And why the fuck would I want to spend all my time walking from point A to point B with a bunch they, of heavy shit on with my With a bunch back. of heavy shit, and you're telling me the game's plot is stupid and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Because that's the thing. There's, there's a few big points to this game, right? Right. There's the plot, yeah. the world. There's the characters. Yeah. There's the gameplay. There's the connection. Yeah. Yeah. And the gameplay is what throws most people off because you're literally going the whole game from point A to point B with a bunch of stuff on your back and on your person. And, and you have to balance it the entire time. And they don't tell you, but you are trying to get to from point A to point B the fastest yeah. compared to other people. Mm-hmm. Because if you get there like in a faster way than other people, you get more points and you yeah. connect people and things like that. And the more points you get, it levels you up so it's easier to balance, it's easier to hold a lot more equipment. So the more helpful you are to other players in the game. So everybody's playing Death Stranding. Everybody has a version of it. And what it is all these servers are connected. Mm-hmm. So let's say 
you're on a mountain and you're trying to get to uh, this building that's on another mountain and you're like, oh man, I wish I had a bridge. I wish there was something yeah, easy. Yeah, because otherwise I have to go down this valley. It's going to be difficult. I'm going to fall and lose everything. There might be ghosts down there, BTs. So people can put bridges. They can put ladders. They can do ropes. They can all do sorts of things and you like lines. them. Yeah. And you basically get currency and experience and experience from people liking what you do yeah so the more helpful you are in the game the more higher level you get even so it's a supportive game even talking about it right now it's like there's so much to cover because when you start the game you just know that this time speeds things up you know that people can like appear and disappear at times and that's weird you see the bts the ghosts you have the baby and you're like i just deliver things for a lot of hours it's just like i just deliver things and then other players can leave me like a ladder if they want, and then I yeah. get to see that ladder. I get to put likes on it, like it was a like it was a social media post. And apparently, if I put likes on it, they get points towards their experience. And then you go, okay, well, I'll start leaving a ladder. And as the game progresses, it opens up the ability to create more and more structures, and they get more complicated. And you start to realize that. I'm not playing this game with a few people. I'm playing this game, like you said, over servers. It's social media. Yeah. It's literally is social media. You're like, oh, I can get 400,000 likes just from doing nice things. Yeah, from like taking care of my other players. Mm -hmm. I My guy was level like 10. And then I was like, oh, here's this highway that's being built. I can build this big section of it. And so I just spent like a few hours gathering materials and building this connective tissue of it. Yeah. And then the next time I delivered something, it was like, oh, by the way, you have 200,000 likes. You just went from level 10 to level 140. Yeah. And the game became so much easier. Yeah. It was like, oh, I can just build things and let make make life easier for everybody else. Yeah. And thereby make life easier for myself. Yeah, the mo I did everything selfishly, and it ended up working out for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you think about the story? What did you think about the gameplay as it progressed? What were your gripes about it? What did you like? What didn't you like? I mean, I get what everybody says about this game, where the first few hours are just like a kind of a slog. Like, yeah. you're just carrying things. You're like, I'm not sure what to make of this. The story is, it seems convoluted. What you start to get are these little glimpses of all these famous uh, actors. And I mean, Mads Mikkelsen in this game is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And you get him in little, little pieces throughout the way. Norman Reedus is just doing his best chrono impression where he's saying little to nothing. Yeah, it's this is literally like watch Mads put it on an acting class and Mads? everyone else is cool. And Guillermo del Toro, yeah. who's hilarious yeah, in this game. he's really good in it. He's really fucking good. I mean, a lot of the actors are really fucking good. I forget the the name of the woman, the French actress who does uh, Fragile. But Chloe something. I was yeah, but her she up. is she's wonderful. That character's great, and when you finally see like the quote unquote villain of the game, when you meet Higgs, who's the dude that did Joel from uh, from The Last of Us, he's fucking incredible too. So you start to get introduced to these characters. Even though you don't understand them, or at least I should say even though I didn't understand them, I became very interested in them, and I wanted to know way more about them. So the driving force behind this game for me wasn't to connect things. It wasn't to get a better time. It wasn't even to build things. It was just, I want to know what this dude's deal is. Yeah. Because that's super important to me. And the world building is great. You know, the 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 room that you always have a safe room when you get to a distribution center. Yeah, it's the same. 
hang out and drink monster energy drinks and listen to music and rock out and stuff like that every time you take a shower they like make a grenade out of the shit you washed off of you yeah because everything because you're perpetuate so everything off of you is like magic so you can use it to fight the ghosts and the monsters and that's one of the things that they don't like they don't fully explain Uh, they kind of like they hint repatriate and you're like what does that mean like oh you died and you came back so you're this character that you're like really you're like Higgs. Ever. What it is there's different levels of patriots like Higgs, who is Who's the, the anti-hero of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he had he's basically a Superman. Yeah, he can disappear. He can turn into different things. He can summon these BTs. So basically, the both of you fighting each other, neither of you can die. Yeah. Die. So it's like they're like you're just these two titans who are just kind of going through life, and you're the weaker one when he just controls everything. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, he's the reason this game is happening. Yeah. Like, you are the evil, evil one in this game. For the longest time, though, all you know is, here's a bad guy. I gotta get from point A to point B. There's a lot of theories about what's going on with the world. It doesn't seem like anybody knows what's going on with the world. And then when you get, like, 70% into the game, they're like, by the way, this is maybe a governmental cover-up. <laughs> it's, like, a bunch of it is, who was Mads Mickelson? Yep. Because what it is, is you have these flashbacks every single time before you start a mission to go out into the world. When you plug you into sleep, your, to your bridge so baby. So you cl- plug into your bridge baby, and mm-hmm. what it is, is that the bridge baby, you have flashbacks of that bridge baby, of yeah. its memories. And they're saying, because what it is, bridge babies, they don't have any information on them. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything. They treat them like materials. They're, like, they're, they're machines. They're machines, even though Norm Reedus is like, there's a, I'm, there's a, a, it's a baby in there, and it's staring at me yeah. constantly. And uh, he's like, I'm going to name it. They're like, oh, don't, you don't, don't yeah. name machinery. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, so the story goes from Norman Reedus uncovering, not really wanting to help, but his mother dies. Yep. And is like, this is the last thing I ask of you. Go find your sister. And I need you to go find Amelie. And Amelie is your sister. And Amelie is going to be the president of the United States. Yeah, but she's on the West Coast. She's stuck somewhere. No one really explains what it is. She's well, just... Stuck. She's, she's uh, a hostage to Higgs on the West Coast. Which, to me, makes no... It. I don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. Like, there's a lot in the game when they're like, she's just at the West Coast, go get her. You're and like, I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, I had no under- understanding yeah. of that. And so, you get closer, and most of the game is just trying to explain to you what this world is. Yeah. Most of it's not explaining, who are you? No. Most of it's explaining, like... This how is the world actually. This is works what now. happens, mm-hmm. and this is how the world works now. And we're basically all miserable at all times. Yep. And if we can <laughs> at all get any happiness for a split second, we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, so you go, and every game, and the whole game is just mixed up into chapters of you learning about characters. Yeah. Um, Mads Mikkelsen shows up out of nowhere. Yep. There's a point in the game, and why don't you guys know now? Spoiler alerts! Spoiler alerts! Give the big, but tell the big thing if you got to tell the big thing. What do you mean? Like it's sometimes it's difficult to talk about this game in terms of. I want to build up to. It. Okay, then I want to build. Then, I want to build up to it because it build, what maybe. it is is the game doesn't tell you anything. No, it's really like hard for people who are like, I didn't like it because the game doesn't tell you. Yeah, if you quit anything. after four hours, it's like I didn't. It's like going to a movie and being like, I didn't like the opening credits. Yeah, it's somebody like, keeps giving you puzzle pieces and that has not shown you once what the pe- the like the picture looks like. Yeah, they just keep handing you puzzle pieces yeah, and you're you like, putting them what in. am I supposed to do with these? Basically, 
Um, so Mads Mikkelsen shows up and he pulls you into this cloud and Higgs and like, hey, Higgs is pulling up, pulling this thing out of nowhere and you get pulled into this. A literal cloud. In the a sky, literal like cloud. A you get pulled into it and you go back to World War One and you're yeah. fighting Mads Mikkelsen in yeah. World War One In the trenches. And then you, you're like, what the hell just happened? And yep. they're like, we don't know. You just, that was literally one second where you stopped responding yeah. to us and that was that. And yeah. so it's just like, oh, where the hell did I go? Mads Mikkelsen is this creepy scary soldier dude. soldier dude who can't die yeah. basically and you're like okay i don't know what's going on i now have higgs to worry about yep. and this mads mickelson character who all i know is wants my baby yep. it wants bb it yeah. keeps saying bb give me back my bb and yeah. reaching out for your baby and you're like when you start Creepy. playing this game because the game that makes you connected to the baby is it makes you Take off the baby when it's scared because the baby could possibly die when yeah. it's too scared. So you have to like calm it down yep. and soothe it and yep. do all You've these sorts of things. This thing so you really crying. become connected yeah. to the baby. You're taking care of this little guy, and all of a sudden, here's this other dude, and you're playing, and you're like, okay, well, very clearly, Mads Mickelson is this baby's father, right? Or at least thinks he. That's is. this is what we're doing is we're showing that like this is Mads Mickelson's father, and these are the flashbacks, and Mads Mickelson's father or, or Mads, Mads Mickelson Mickelson. is pissed at you because you have his baby. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, as the game continues, you start to meet amazing characters. You meet yep. Mama, who is this tech wizard, oh, she's, uh, who she's the hippie girl from. Um, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, and she's the daughter's friend in The Leftovers. She's pussy. Great actress. What's that? She's pussy. Pussy? Isn't that in the Quentin Tarantino movie? Is that what you're talking about? She's once upon a time in Hollywood. She's yeah. the kid that gets into Brad Pitt's car. Yeah, the kid's name is Pussy. Is it really? Yeah. Don't, don't you remember the joke? No. They were just like, we love pussy. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Oh. The creepy one, right? Who's like, can I suck your dick or whatever? Yeah, the one with the jar of pickles. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I was, I was confused. Pussycat. Her name's Pussycat. But everybody calls her pussy. Because I was thinking of the Quentin Tarantino pussy wagon from Kill Bill. Oh, no. Quentin Tarantino is a weird dude. No, I was just trying to say that this very, very uh, sad, empathetic character. His name is Pussy. Yeah. And once a time, fun time in Hollywood. <laughs> and offers to suck Brad's dick's uh, dick. Brad Pitt's dick. Um, but anyways. <laughs> you better Brad Dick's <laughs> There's pit. something uh, very funny about having to repeat it three times. You're like, who managed to try to suck his dick? I'm just Brad trying. Pitt's, Brad's dick. Brad Pitt's I, dick. <laughs> I'm just trying to put it all together. And I'm like, that actress? Okay. That's her. Uh, and she anyways, crushes it. And yeah, she's like the very sad, sympathetic story about what's going on with her and her connection with her sister, which is bonkers, crazy, yeah. insane. Yeah. And then her dealing with her baby in this game is all about letting go it's about release yep. it's about dealing with the punches that are getting thrown your way it is it's it's, it's the most game. it's the most positive depressing game i've ever yeah. seen because death is everywhere in this game this game is just about thing, death your whole thing is just hey just just keep going man just keep trying and we get to this point because what it is is you can it it builds up right because as you're crossing the continent if you're crossing mm-hmm. the united states you're like oh, i'm getting closer to the end of the game yeah right you're like i can see it you go up to the mountains and you meet hartman yep. for the first time in the and fucking just, middle of the rockies and hartman is this character who has a heart attack and dies every 15 minutes because when you die you go to the beach mm-hmm. and when you go to the beach um there are people there so what it is this is, dude yeah 
This dude Hart- lost his family. Hartman lost his family. He got bra- brought back from the beach. So they don't know really anything about beaches. So his whole deal is he researches beaches. This guy has a defibrillator that is attached to his body so that he will spe- he will spend three minutes searching for his family and then be brought back to life. And he does this. He lives in little half-hour increments. And that's his whole existence. Think about living in a fucking chateau up in the mountains in a cushioned room. I, I mean, honestly, like, brilliantly written when I was, like, watching yes. the whole thing. I was like, this is cool. Crazy. This is cool and it's fucking different. crazy and it's, different and interesting with what this character couldn't exist mm-hmm. anywhere else other than this game. Well, that's the thing is this is what Hideo Kojima does best. He almost builds his games around bosses. And in this game, he was like, well, it's not really a fighting game, so I can't build it around bosses. I have to build it around characters. Yeah. So in Metal Gear Solid, when you have uh, when you have Raven, when you have Psycho Mantis, when you have Sniper Fox, now you have Mama, now you have Heartman, now yeah. you have Die Hardman. It's all these characters who still have interesting backstories and weird, weird relationships with the world and weird visual uh, imagery on them. But they're all still very much Hideo Kojima bosses. Yeah, it's really cool. It's how really, he flipped really cool. it on this. Uh, and so he's going through his thing, and he's just—it's just him going to the beach, and you're just hanging out for three minutes in his well, room. He's just dead. Well, he's he just flatlines in front. And of you. you're like, D- "What do I? Yeah, just is he, sit here and look is he really office. gonna come back alive? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Is like the feeling. And you're like, "Oh God." Um, and then getting towards the end um, of the game. Uh, what it is, is there's this character, and he's the president of the United States, and he has a mask on. Die Hardman. Die Hardman. He fills in for your mom after she dies in front of you, and he's like, you gotta go find Amelie on the West Coast. That's your sister. And you're She's like... She's gonna secede the president. And what it is, is you walk in, you two, your two guys are like, nah, I fucking like you. Something's yeah. up. And nobody's explaining yeah. Nobody what says it what's is. going on. Nobody's explaining what it is. And Guillermo de Toro's character is amazing. His character's name is Dead Man. Dead Man is literally dead. He was created in <laughs> he was a, a tube. Test tube so he is obsessed with BBs and life and the beach and everything like that because he's like, I don't have a beach. I don't have anything. Yeah. When I'm dead, I'm just gone. Yeah. There's a lot of talk in this game about the ka and the ha of people, the body and the soul. Yeah. And he's basically like, I have a body. I have no soul. So when I'm dead, I'm gone. When you guys are dead, you have an afterlife. So he's like, I don't have like feelings. I understand love or anything. Yep. So when something likes me and I like something, he's like, it's the biggest it's a big deal. deal. It's a big deal to him. So... The whole point is to get to Amelie and then and to defeat Higgs. Yeah. And when you finally get to the end, you get to a beach and you get to Amelie's beach. Yeah. And you're able to get to Amelie's beach is because of Fragile. Fragile can help you transfer yeah. from beaches. Whatever you can visualize in her head, she can take you yep. anywhere. That's what her magic power is. That's Patriots. This is what they can do. All of them have just different abilities, essentially. So you land on the beach with Amelie and it's you and Higgs. And you finally have a fight because if you yeah. die on the beach, you die. You for die real. for real. It's over. So you Same can't come Higgs. back. So you defeat Higgs, and you catch up with Amelie. Yep. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. It and doesn't seem like it adds. It's up. like okay, you saved me, yay! And we're like okay. And then she's like, follow me, and you start running down the beach yep. in a very weird poetic way. Yeah, it's a very strange, it's very cut strange scene, kind of scene. Like Almost romantic, but very forced. You're like, I don't get what this is. And they're trying to make it like the game's <laughs> over and yeah. that sort of thing. And then uh, she reveals that she is 
and like you see a, a vision where she's gone and she's an older version of herself. Yeah. And Mads Mickelson comes off the beach and you see Die Hardman at the beach. So basically everybody converges on the beach and you're like, I thought the game was over. What the fuck is this? Because they haven't answered like anything. 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 They haven't answered they haven't anything. Answered anything. Like, I've connected the country. Everything's going to be fine. I found Amelie. And then basically Mads Mickelson comes up, takes Die Hardman hostage, takes, uh, takes Bridget hostage, the president was there that's yeah. what we're seeing and then sam's just pushed into the water and he wakes up and he's repatriated and everybody's like yo the president's gone uh we don't know what the deal with amelie is and everything's this is when they're like okay here's your info dump here's your deluge of plot and they're basically like hey we don't think amelie's a real person we know you met her but we don't know what the deal is also Apparently, there's a thing called an extinction entity, which is just an organism that's born into the world, and its whole job is to bring about a mass extinction. It's happened for all the the huge five mass extinctions on the world, and that we think Amelie is one. We don't know what Mads Mikkelsen's character's deal is. We know he was we know he was a soldier, and we know he was involved in the BB program at what the beginning. What we know is that they stole his baby. The they government did. stole the government stole his, his baby. baby, and he's. Fucking pissed. Yes. I don't know how ghosts work. I don't know how anything works. <laughs> but if you take a man's baby away from, gonna his, be mad. from his dead wife yes. and you lied to him about it, oh boy, you're lucky you only came back as one ghost and not just Godzilla <laughs> like a thousand times. So I'm going to speed through a good portion of this plot here. Yeah. All right. You ready? Do it. So what we find out is that Mads Mikkelsen's character was was uh, he was involved in the BB program, and they were using this because they're like it can help us spread this network across the. He's country like an old fast. general from the U.S. He is, and they take his baby, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna save your wife. We're gonna save your kid," and they lie to him because they're like, "We can use his baby to like find ghosts and do all this shit." Yeah, we he, this thing is special. It has powers or whatever, and then what you get is the president. Bridget and Die Hardman, then just John, is a guy that knew Mads Mickelson's character. They went way back, they fought together. Bridget is the extinction entity. So Amelie is Bridget. So what happened a long time ago it's so much. It's Bridget so much. was the president. <laughs> And that, like, the same time, they went. she went to a beach, and she ended up in two forms. Yeah. So one form stayed on the beach forever. That's Extinction Entity. And then Bridget became the president, so, stayed the president. And let's pause here to be like, hey, you're listening to this, and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? I totally get that. There's a little bit of me having played it and beat it that still feels that way, but it's still worth it. It's, to it's me, still interesting like, and good. I This is where I talk again. At what point do you just go, like, Sure. Yeah. And like to for me, the sake of telling the story, because it's like this mutant and X-Men turned into this thing. Why? Because yeah. fuck you, it's yeah. X-Men. I really am crystals. <laughs> That's how it travels faster than the speed of light. For me, this game makes sense except for extinction entity. And I'm just like, fine. The beaches thing, the extinct like to me it's like a bean. I don't know what that <laughs> is. You know what I mean? It's a bean? A I don't like a spear. I don't like Oh, a being uh, a being like it's I've just, just like it's that's what its soul, its purpose, purpose is to bring is. about an extinction, and, and I that's get that. like I it could be a fucking dog, yeah. it could be anything. Because originally they show clips of like here are some other things we found. This is uh, an extinction entity from the Triassic period where this dinosaur had this black umbilical cord tying it to the other side. 
we think that's what happens. Yeah, to me, that's like her human-looking form. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it actually... But it's, like you said, it's almost like a deity. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. And she's like, I'm aware of this, yeah. and I am a person, yeah. but I am also this extinction entity, and my whole purpose is, is to bring about is this to huge kill mass extinction. all of you, and I'm so sorry. And like yeah. that's the whole point of her. Yeah. And the game isn't like, hey... We're going to stop the extinction. The game is, you can't stop it. It's no. going to happen. But it might happen 100,000 years from now, and isn't it worth living our lives yes, until then? The point is to be positive, right. even you do, though you're looking face down the face of destruction. So you're playing as this dude who's just like, I just bring things from point A to point B. I That's don't hug people. I don't talk yeah. to people. I don't touch people. I hate I'm afraid everything. of being touched by people. That's my mom. That's my sister. Whoops. Find out your mom and your sister are the same person. Also find out that... Maybe they aren't human, so what the fuck's your deal? Like, basically, you've been played with this whole, whole time. game. And the big connection was Higgs wasn't Higgs. He was being controlled by yeah. Amelie. She was like, the I whole need time. A reason to get you to the West it's Coast. It's insane because when they show Higgs, they also show a baby that he's carrying a baby yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then when you find out that the baby was just a doll. Yeah, it's he fake. Had, it's all fake. She was controlling him the whole time. Yeah, just to get you to connect everything so that she could then bring about the end of the world. So that to <laughs> us was just like, holy shit. Who the fuck is Mads Mickelson? Exactly. That's the <laughs> thing. This whole, the whole time this is going on, I'm like, plot, plot, like plot. this crazy I'm, shit. I'm an yeah. extinction entity. Things I'm trying, are, there are dead whales everywhere. I'm trying to wrap my head around this game the entire fucking time. And when they finally give me the information, I'm just like, I don't care. Tell me Mads Mickelson's deal. Why, why is Mads Mickelson's deal? And when we finally get the explanation, when you finally see his whole story played out, because they show you these little clips the entire time, and when they play it out, Here's Mads Mikkelsen's deal. He is a soldier. He has a baby. His wife dies. They keep the baby alive. The government's like, we can save both of them. The government is lying. They're using his baby as an experiment. His buddy John, now the serving president, Die Hardman, is like, hey, you saved my life so many times. Get out of here. Like, I'll I'm hook you up. Yeah, take I'm your baby. Run. run. Kill your wife. Yeah. Kill your wife. Yeah. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. Take your baby. I will hook you up. Exactly. And so he takes his baby. He tries to escape. They shoot him. And when they finally find him in the room next to his dead wife, they take him. Because you have a flashback. Yeah. You are Sam all the way back. Like, you are alive watching this happen. Yeah. Like, you are present. In the room. In the room. And it's this amazing moment that just made me go, like, this game. Go for it. Is so fucking good. Yeah. Because the pieces that they were showing was, was Mads Mikkelsen talking to the baby. Yeah. And then there's this reveal where everything stops, where the memory stops. So the first time in the game, mm -hmm. and Mads Mikkelsen starts talking to you. Yeah. Because you find out that you're his son. The you baby, the, in that the whole time he was talking to, he was talking to you. Yeah. He wasn't talking to your baby. He wasn't talking to your bridge baby. Yeah. He was talking to you the whole time. Sam was the original bridge baby yeah. that died. He um, accidentally, he got, accidentally shot. got shot when Mads Mikkelsen was holding the baby. Amelie finds you on the beach, yep. brings you back to life, yep. and sends you back. That's why you're a repatriate. That's why Mads Mikkelsen is after your baby. He's not. He's after you. you he's after you. He loves you. He <laughs> he wanted to meet you. Yeah. Because I came out here, because that's when I thought I ruined the game for you, because mm -hmm. he said one line in it way early in the game, that I was like, you're my dad. What do you say? I'm the baby. He's like, 
you're going to travel all over. You're going to see everything. Yeah, I'm like, you're, you're like, my dad. I'm, doing. I'm like, you're, you just, I'm, yep, I'm doing that already. For me, for me <laughs> the moment I realized what the, what the twist is going to be was when you're fighting in Vietnam. Yeah. Because there's a moment after you, you beat this dude in World War One, you beat him in World War Two, you beat him in Vietnam and all these weird flashbacks. And in Vietnam, you're kind of like, all right, I'm going to hand this guy back his bridge, baby. And you take BB off of your, yeah, off of your to stomach like, and you hand it to him. And he looks at it and he's like, this isn't what I want. Yeah. And he like gives it back and he puts his arms around you. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm the kid in the flashbacks. At the beginning of the game, when you have one of the flashbacks, it has Mads Mikkelsen singing to you. Yeah. And they do it in a way that you're like, I'm creeped out by this. Yeah. I'm so creeped out by Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, my God. And to have the reveal that he was actually bleeding out and singing to you, saying that like he loves you, yeah. is like... In editing, just in movie making, in storytelling, it's, beautiful it's storytelling. fucking beautiful and just so impressive. Everything else we've talked about surrounding this plot, yeah. everything else can be convoluted, can sound weird as fuck, can sound terrifying and like just too much Kojima. This Mads Mikkelsen, Norman Reedus storyline is the crux of the game. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's so good. It's goddamn beautiful. So fucking good. Yeah, that's why when I was done playing it, I'm like... Game, in my opinion, it was like game of the year. Like, that's what I took away from it. And then, the thing we haven't touched on... What? The reason Norman Reedus is, like, such a is such a known character, and he had a wife, she had a baby, neither the kid nor the, nor the wife made it, and so there was this huge void out, and he came back to life, and his family was gone, and he was like, I'm fucking done. Yeah, like, I'm... And so I, the whole time... He's like, I wish I could be dead. I yeah. wish I just... I don't want to be... I wish I died with I just I was, wasn't existing. And so the whole game, he's got this baby strapped to him, and it keeps reminding him of the baby he was going to have. And at the end of the game, they're like, you got to incinerate BB. And he's like, fuck this. He takes BB out of the thing, incinerates the cufflink that the government tracks him with, incinerates BB's pod, and then just like gets this baby in his just arms. trying to warm her. Yeah. Because, like, I was alive. I got out of it. I was, yeah. so, like, what, how? Come on. Like, yeah. come on, Lou, wake up. And the same way Amelie brings him back, he brings this little girl back, and he finally has his child, and they walk out into the rain. When when all the little BT babies are around them, yeah. like the good BTs yeah. or whatever, and they walk out into the rain, and the rain is no longer hurting them. Yeah, and it's like, it's finally over. Beautiful moments. It Beautiful moments. So good. Bombcast or whatever gave it like three out of ten or some bullshit. Like, this I'm just is, like... This I, is how you know people review games without actually beating the game. Or had any... Or don't have any emotional connection to anything. Yeah. Like, any empathy at all. No, if you if you meet somebody who's like, this game is the worst game ever... You're, <sighs> guys, they're fucking... They have no patience and they're kind of emotionally lazy. Here, here, here's here's another thing I wanted to point out, because, guys, you know me, I, I always want to know the info behind drama. I want to know what happened. Because, yep. again, this game was made because Hideo Kojima got fucking fired from Konami. Konami, yeah. It's okay, they had he like, was going to make Silent so Hill. He was supposed to make Silent Hill. This game came out a year. They showed it a year after that shit happened. Yeah. He had to make this shit 
Oh yeah, like immediately. They, immediately, Sony, <laughs> Sony made a comment that they've never seen a game be made this quickly ever, and have this many layers. Yeah, and this many different things. They were, were going to go about it. By it. It's they were shocked. Fucking by impressive. It. Yeah, I don't care that you're like all I do is walk. I'm like, then go play Assassin's Creed 12 again. Yeah. Like go, go play do the same thing. Go you've do been Destiny doing. again. Like how much fuck. I played WoW. I did the same thing over and over and over again. I'm happy I can play something that's different. I encourage games. This is going to be a longer episode, Keith. I can feel it already. All right, here we go. You wait. Do you, you want to go you... first? No, you go. What did yours? Is, is our game the same? It's not because I wanted to give our listeners a classic new players joined game. Okay. And so, Keith, it's time for how well do you know your favorite video game, Death Stranding? Edition. Oh shit! No. All of these questions are completely original and they're, sorry, nope. they're completely about the nope. game. There's no weird questions. Are you ready? Are you ready? <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Right, I haven't played this game. How when did I beat this game? Like four months ago? Yeah. God. Okay. Go. It's gonna be great. Question one: In what year was Death Stranding released? 2018. 2019. Oh, was it? What? What? It was November eighth. Oh, that's what it was. Or 18th. Question two: What does BB stand for? Bridge baby. Nice. Question three: In what major Canadian city would you find the Lord Stanley's gift monument? The gift monument. The Lord Stanley's gift monument. I don't know what that is. Toronto, because that's where they put the Stanley Cup's bottom half in Ottawa. There's a monument? There's a monument to oh, Lord I Stanley. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that makes sense. It's in the capital. Question four. What is the name of uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character? <laughs> That's a good question. We just called him Mads he, they, the entire And they keep game. calling him Sir. They do. There there are two chapters. Some... Every chapter in this game is named after a character. Oh, God, I know. He has it's two right and... in my face, and I can't think of it. What is it? <laughs> Cliff Unger. Cliff. Cliffy, Cliff. my bad. Clifford Unger. Everybody's dead man, this yeah. man, His mama, Clifford. Cliff. <laughs> hey, Cliff, I'm friends with Norm. Question five. Where is the best place to get the lyrics of Down With The Sickness tattooed? Forehead. I'm sorry, the correct answer is on somebody else. Question six. <laughs> what does BT stand for in Death Stranding? Beach things. Yeah, it does. That, that, that's I why, did we, I, that's that. why I kept saying ghosts and whatever. Yeah, they, they, they're things. even like, oh, beach things. Yeah. Question seven. What's 18 times five? 18 times five. Uh, hold on. 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this uh, 190. Just, uh, just 90. One nine. Oh, just ninety. Ah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I went too much. But that's interesting because now I know exactly how your brain works when you do this. Did you do five times ten and then five times eight? I did five times. I just kept losing it in my head because I was just doing five times twenty and I was going to do ten below and that sort of thing. I like this question eight. If you got an Olympic medal for coming in last place, what would that medal be made of? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh! Uh, Whatever. Like pens from the table at the <laughs> Olympic Committee? I'm sorry. The correct answer is Popsicle. Popsicle. Question, question nine. Sam Porter, Higgs, and Mama all suffer from what condition that connects them to beaches? It's condition? What what thing do they suffer with in the game? Oh, they say it all the time. Patriots? That's what they are. The thing that they suffer with. It's like a syndrome. Well, I don't know. Dooms. 
Oh, Dooms. Yeah. Because we got Dooms. That's the name of the That's, thing. So that, okay, so Dooms is like powers. Yeah. Got it. Question 10. How many locations are there to connect in this entire game? Not include, including the side ones and stuff, right? Uh, side locations, but not side missions. Just like how many physical locations can you hook up to the chiral network? 40? 39. Oh, wow. That was really close. <laughs> that was really impressive. <laughs> you, okay, nice. <laughs> Question 11. What's the 11th rule of Fight Club? The 11th rule of Fight Club. Uh, and if you're wearing the same thing as me, you got to go home. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, if you use the last ice cube, please refill the tray. <laughs> Question 12. Which game allowed Kojima to use their engine for free to make Death Stranding? There are little hints of it in the game. You know how when you go to like a bridge or a road, they can have little holograms mm-hmm. that wave at you? Yeah. There's a main character from this game that you're allowed to make the hologram. I don't think you've played this game, but I think you've seen me play it a little bit. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Nice pull. <laughs> and I was trying to think. I was like, which does it make me feel? Yeah. Like, because Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn is was way ahead of its time. It really was. Yeah. And that the the game makers were just like, you can just have our engine. We want to <laughs> see you make this game. Do it. That's cool. Question thirteen. Tell us somebody else's secret. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'll tell it. I'll tell a Denver secret. Tell a Denver secret, man. I, I told a secret on a on a Miles's podcast, but um. Oh, uh, Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah, but I didn't out the person. I'm just gonna do it now. Do I it. Don't, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, the world's ending. Tell the us. The world's ending, <laughs> and also like fuck. Th- I just fuck all these rich people. I don't care anymore. I yeah. should be outing them for the horrible things. Yeah, they're that terrible they did. people. Um, John Elway, who uh, is a famous quarterback, was he like a top five? I mean, like he's considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, right? Denver quarterback. Huge Um, success. Like he won Denver's uh, two Super Bowls. He's been to the Super Bowls with the Broncos like four or five times or whatever. Like he's a very long term. Like, oh, yeah. He's he's, he's a franchise quarterback. Like Peyton Manning will never be the Denver Broncos quarterback. It will always be John Elway. He is the closest thing. Denver has to Kobe Bryant, yes. I guess. Like, he's that. He's just yeah. in everything, can do whatever he wants. Um, so what it is, is uh, this: his son was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the thing about these athletes who are major athletes that make their kids play the same sport, <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. They you know hate... How, you know how you don't want to do the thing your parents made you want to do? They don't either. Yeah, they don't want to do that ever. So uh, what happened was John Elway's kid, who no longer plays football... Um, he wanted his kid to be starting quarterback. So what he did is what he gave the high school, Cherry Creek High School, a bunch of money for their field. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was they're like, okay, we're going to make your start your kid the starter. But there was another kid on that team yeah. who was extremely talented yeah. and extremely gifted physically who yep. had to sit and watch and never got a scholarship and never got looked at seriously. So John Elway just ruined some kid's John career. John Elway ruined some other kid's career. His so life. He, well, yeah, and his uh, son would get booed mm-hmm. at every single game by his own school Damn. while he was out there because everyone knew that he was screwing over the other kid. That's fucked So up. this kid the whole time was like, I don't want to play, I don't want to play. Finally, like, got picked up to go play college ball, mm-hmm. third string at Arizona, yep. and then, like, just stopped playing the moment mm-hmm. he got there. So it's just in hindsight of just like, man... 
He's fucked up. Yeah, John Elway's a I mean, piece of fuck shit. John Elway. El- I'll tell, tell the other thing. He owns a restaurant called Elway's, mm-hmm. and it's where all the 40 and 50 year olds go to cheat on each other. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> when I walked in with me and my friend, every single adult looked at us like, is that my kid? Is that my. Nope. Yeah. All right. Oh, nope. Like, and I can I'm keep on keep swinging. I'm doing this. <laughs> Uh, but that's my John Elway Denver story. Nice. There we go. This has been How Old Your Favorite Video Game. Keith, very, very well. Now, Jesse, yes. uh, this game has a lot of famous people in it. Yes, it does. And uh, so I wanted to bring it up that they've been in games. These are people that I <laughs> have been in video games and I tell you their name and you get to tell me which video game they're in. Cool. Okay. Cool. Sounds great. Kevin Spacey. What video game has he been in? Mm-hmm. Oof. Was Predator a video game? I mean, it's very close to Predator. <laughs> Alien Isolation? It's like he went the opposite, but it feels just as gross. He's the opposite person, but this is gross. The opposite person of Predator? The opposite person of who he is. Oh. This is the opposite of what he really does. Okay, so then in this game, he's um, but it's close he's to not famous, and he doesn't uh, sexually assault minors. Call of Duty. Remember, he's in oh, a Call of Duty game. I didn't know And in, know in uh, House of Cards, he plays Call of Duty a lot. That's so right. So Call of Duty pulled on that, and we're like, hey, you should be in our thing. And that's why I was like, the opposite, but kind of toxic. He wouldn't yeah, be playing I, these. Uh, but interesting. Like, interesting. Uh, next one, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, he's uh, Phantom Pain. Metal Gear. There yeah. you go. Uh, Martin Sheen. Oh, he is Mass Effect. There we go. 50 Cent. Uh, he... Uh, he <laughs> oh, he is also Mass Effect. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. It's always easy with this guy. It's always easier? No, it's just any, just anytime 50 Cent is anything, and people mm-hmm. ask you who was 50 Cent in this, you know what you have to say? Was he himself? Yes, was he 50 Cent? Was he 50 Cent <laughs> yeah, in the 50 game? 50 Cent the video game. Oh, my God. Uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson was in a video game. Wait, I feel like I should know this. Yeah, because it's like one of my favorite games. Is it? Yeah. It's Shit. like... Yeah, it's why I don't like one of the other games that you like. Oh, okay, wait. What game? Even though I like it too, but you get it. I, okay, what's a game that I like that Keith's like, this game is stupid? Uh, <laughs> You'll know it when I say it. I like, know yeah, I will. Fair. I know I will. It's so upsetting to me because I feel like we've had this conversation before. I don't know. What is it? Fallout 4. Oh, yeah. He's in Fallout 3. Yeah. Fallout 4 is a game that I'm like... It's not Fallout. Eh, it's not Fallout 3. One it's has, not even not Fallout. One has Liam not. Neeson yeah. in it. Uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, is it too on the nose to say Mafia? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, but it's not Mafia. What was he in? You want to keep going? Is that it? Uh, he's not in Mafia. Um... I don't. Get, I need a hint for this one, man. I thought it was. I thought. Man, the cut first couple you knew. This is GTA Vice City. GTA oh. Vice. City. Oh yeah, I was not gonna get that. <laughs> I was not gonna get that at all. Kristen Bell. Kristen, is there a Frozen video game? Uh, I feel like I'm not picking. I feel like I'm oh, not picking oh, obscure oh. characters. I'm picking ones that you're like, damn it, right? Uh, Kingdom Hearts. No, but who is the famous person in that one? There's tons. I mean, but who is like the main? Haley Joel Osment is Sora. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy Zane is uh, Ansem. First, <laughs> uh, first Assassin's Creed. Oh fuck! I knew that. <laughs> I know. I knew that. <laughs> See, these are it. ones that I'm like, maybe. Uh, this one's gonna be a curveball. Gary Coleman. I can't believe this one's. Re- I mean, I can. Wait, what? I'll take it back. Gary Coleman. Like Gary. Like what you talking about, Willis? 
Yes. Uh, this one is disgust. Everything about this is disgusting. Do I know this game? Yes. I mean, yes. I've said it, but you don't. Like, I don't think you've... Maybe you've seen a video of it. Maybe you've seen some pictures. But I've never, like... Yeah, but... Conquer's bad for a day. I don't know. Like, basically, Postal 2. Oh, He's no. actually in... No! Post... Gary Coleman's life towards the end so was sad. so fucking depressing. Ugh. Just all that VH1 shit, reality TV show stuff. That's upsetting. Just very depressing. Uh, final one. This one you should get. Mark Hamill. Oh, Arkham. Yay! Yeah, he was a Joker. Yeah. There we go. All the other ones I found were all Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah, I figured as much. All right. I have another game for you after, but it's a final five. So do I have it's a final so, five. I have, have so, so much so for much. you. Okay. This episode is jam-packed with content, but there's a thing we have to talk about in this game, and I think you know what it is, Keith. We gotta talk about the music in this fucking game. Yeah, so you're gonna bring up the band? It's just one band. It's Low Roar. Just Low Roar does band. all the music. So there's so many times where this game is stressful, because, like... You gotta climb rocks, you fall, BB gets upset and starts crying, you spill all your equipment, you damage all your equipment. You have you to kind of hurry up because it's raining. Yep. When it rains, it destroys your gear. It destroys all You're it. stressed out. Yeah. While nothing is happening, really. You're constantly stressed out. And so this game will have all of these moments where you're like climbing through a mountain and going through snow and it's fucking horrible and there's a windstorm in your face, you can't see anything, there's a whiteout. You'll get to this place and it'll be like, thanks, go take all this way more heavy gear and send it across country and you're like fuck this yeah and you'll be walking down the mountain and all of a sudden the camera will pan out and there's this gorgeous gorgeous scenery around you and this beautiful cool fucking music will just start playing and it's like a, a it's like music ambient electro acoustic music don't be so It's so satisfying. And then once you have it, like once you get to that point in the game, you can listen to it at any point in your room. But this I'm gonna, band I'm is I'm going to find ever, my, song, my favorite song. You find yours, because I'm playing one underneath right now. But this game, like, the scenery it creates in these moments, it's not just like, fuck, this is gorgeous. But they do a great job of building up so that your stress level is through the roof. And then they're like, all right, come back down to earth with us. Like, relax. This is what it really is all about, is that tension release, that tension release. And it's these moments of infusing the game with the music that cause you to take this deep breath and finally be like, okay, I can relax yeah. for a second. When that, when fucking low roar kicks in or give up or any of their songs breathe in, like kick in, who was like, fuck this game? Yeah. Who thought fuck, like, god damn. It's gorgeous. There's, eight, there's like eight or ten moments in the game where you're like, ah, oh, god, so this good. is good. It's so good. And it's like, it's the kind of thing where, you know, I built a bridge at one point. And yeah. I was like, man, people are going to love this structure. But I was like, it's going to take another hour for me to gather enough stuff to make this bridge even bigger. Yeah. But when I do, this thing will play music. Yeah. And that's worth it to me. Because yeah. then you can sit on this thing, you can rest, and you can listen to music at any point. Because rain, you can sometimes wait for the rain to pass. You just yep. chill there and listen to music. Yeah. There's saunas, you can chill in, wait, you can hang out to your baby. There's the things you can do in the game, and guys. And that music makes it all the better. Now, Keith. Yeah. Other thing I want to ask. What? How did you feel about mules? I mean, it's they were a necessary thing that I didn't want to deal with. Yeah. 
they were just kind of they didn't mean anything at a certain point to me, to me mules in this game there are these group of people they're basically a cult and they used to be like delivery men and at a certain point they like are delivery men they still they attack are. other delivery their men. whole thing is just like we just live for the high of finding the package and just like having it and so there are these people who are almost corrupted by like the little serotonin kick they get in their brain when they find a thing. And so now all they do is they need to find a thing. And they're almost like mindless creatures now. They're so deep in that cycle. Yeah, like if you actually ask them why they're doing what they're doing, they wouldn't be able to explain it. Yeah. So that's why it's like an unnecessary evil for the game. Because he's like, we need to have actual humans. Yeah. We need to have people that are actually mixing with this. We need to have like challenges and things like that to me because they, they were easy as hell they weren't ever like a challenge they weren't a challenge but they were so menacing like the music and sound effect that kicks oh they were creepy they see, as hell so creepy yeah it sounds like it's like a fire truck but they're coming to run you over yeah that's what it sounds like there's this is one of those world building moments where i was like this is brilliant because yeah. it's the dumbest thing they just need to deliver something okay no you don't get it they're addicted to this. They'll fucking. They kill need to you deliver pizzas. Yeah, badly. <laughs> but they're so creepy and they're so one-minded. It's like it, and they've got their little ping detectors that they can they can find you anywhere once you're in their space. To me, this was one of the most interesting pieces of the world that Kojima built. Where he was like, it doesn't just like make people afraid. For some people, they turn inward and it corrupts them deeply and internally. And yeah. I found that so fucking interesting. Yeah, I found them as to be. Uh the one part of the game that I was like, yeah, this is a, I don't, I, this isn't a deep dive at all. It was just like, you just need to add something. Yeah. You just need to add, you just needed to add something to the game. I get it. <laughs> I liked it. I was way into it. Keith, you want to play my second game? Let's do it. It's time for Create This On The Nose Character from Death Stranding 2. Ah. Every main character from Death Stranding is like real, I mean, Sam Porter, your last name is what you do? Mm -hmm. Sure. Bridges. Sam yeah, Porter, Porter Bridges. Bridges. You he work for the Bridges, Bridges Corporation. You Bridges. build Bridges. Everything. Dead Man. Heart Man. Die Hard Man. Mama. Mama. It's so on yeah. the fucking nose. Hit me. So Death Stranding 2, let's create Skullhead. Skullhead is a literal skull yep. head. Sure. Who, who just keeps talking to you. <laughs> um, I'm betting that he explains to you very calmly that his skull is on the outside yeah. and his flesh is on the inside. <laughs> and what it was is uh, he went into a, a house fire where his family was mm -hmm. and uh, he tried to save them, but he couldn't get to them in time. Right. And his face burned off. Right. But because of the chirelium crystals right. in the room, his flesh just turned inward and lived in the inner beach of his skull. And <laughs> man, is it hard for him to live a normal life with anyone yep. at that point? Uh, also I just want to say. He looks terrible. He does. He looks terrible. But very funny scene when he wears a birthday hat to sing happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> when he smiles. Look, when he smiles, you can't tell. When yeah. he's excited, you can't, can't tell. tell. When he's mad, you can't, can't tell. tell. It's good. It's really good. Uh, I, I I like the ongoing joke in Death Stranding 2 of Sam being like, it's really hard to read that guy. <laughs> All right. Number two. Saline. Uh. Selena. Hmm. So constantly has a sinus infection. <laughs> constantly is like wants to be in the room for a little bit. Yeah. Has a headache. It was like give a flu. It's Eyes like, watering it's all the time. It's not really a flu, but it feels like I have the yeah, flu. Yeah, yeah. It's a sinus infection. It's she's, not going to go away for she's two weeks. Constantly hooked up to an IV. Yeah, 
constantly. She has IVs. The further into that, you can you can judge which chapter of the game you're in by how many IVs she's hooked up to at that moment. And she's just helping you with med kits and stuff. She's making a better med kit for you at all times. Ongoing joke that she always sneezes on one piece of equipment and then leaves the room. And Sam's like, "I'm not touching that." She just leaves (laughs) that piece of equipment there. He's like, "I don't want that." All right, number three, emotional father. Oh man. It's uh, every two minutes, yeah, Sam. How you doing there, slugger? <laughs> How's it going out there, slugger? But, but, yeah, he's a Catholic priest. Oh, he's a father. Oh, he's a fa- emotional. <laughs> I father. I think he's a double father. I think he's an emotional father, and he's an emotional father. <sighs> hey there, slugger. You say Mother Mary this morning. Yeah, yeah. Hey there, slugger. Hey there, slugger. This is the body of Christ. Hey, sl- hey there, slugger. Did you eat your <laughs> your blood and bread today? Oh, man. No, he wouldn't be doing that. He'd be like, hey, there's Slugger. Repent. 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 You should be sorry. What'd you Repent. Do? What'd you do this morning? Did you wake up? Man, you're a sinner. <laughs> He's like, well, I got to go to sleep. And then he goes into his confessional booth and just sleeps. <laughs> Number four, Madam Gone Girl. Oh, she's Dame Judy Dench, but she's the literally the person from Gone Girl. She's going to ruin... Your life. She's a villain. This game, she's a villain. Yeah, she's a villain in this game. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I'd like to imagine that um, she is the person from Gone Girl, but that Gone Girl as a movie exists in this world. Yeah. And she's like, no, you don't understand. The movie Gone Girl is based off of me. I am Madam Gone Girl. I am Madam Gone Girl. (laughs) Number five, Dr. Lunchbreak. Dr. Lunchbreak. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy has so much armor on and is so jacked and has the... (laughs) tiniest little lunch pack with him. <laughs> and it's like Scooby-Doo or Ninja Turtles and he's always setting up his tiny thermos he's while, a villain. while threatening you. Yeah. All the horrible things he's going to do to you. He's roller skating around the entire time. And he has he's a fruit guns. roll up. He's unpacking. He's like, yeah. I got a star in this one. He's taking them out individually. That is the most Kojima thing I think you've said this entire time and I'm impressed by it. Also, his face is a skull or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, are you related to Skullhead, and he's like, I've never met that man. In my life. <laughs> Number six, Bloodman Dupree. Just you, me, and Bloodman Dupree. <laughs> I'm just gonna sleep on your couch. <laughs> Come on, he has nowhere to go. You got it. You nailed it. That's it. Number seven, Beth. Oh God, Karen's cousin. Karen's, that's who they, intru- they introduce her as Karen's cousin, but you never know who Karen is. She's just Beth. <laughs> she just works. She just works in human resources, and she just is always like, whenever something goes wrong, and they're like, I think maybe Selena is sick and shouldn't be at work. Like, let's call Beth and talk to her about it if we can ask her to stay home. <laughs> and Beth's like, you can, but I can't make her because I can't prove she's sick. Oh, poor Beth. Because if you don't call her Beth, it's Bethany. And no yep. one's going to call you. No one. Bethany. No one wants a Bethany. No, I'm just, <laughs> just so angry. You want your last one? Let's do it. Master at arms. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. It's just literally a guy with way too many arms. Yeah, right? And he's constantly doing the wave with them or yeah. whatever. I don't even... It's like a dance contest when you find Snake. He's like, let's do this. It's he, a dance. He, Snake does the worm, and then he does the centipede. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that game. I like it. This has been Create This On The Nose Character from Death Stranding 2. Keith, you nailed it. Now, Jesse, mm-hmm. for my final five... Oh, you did a final five for now, me. Now, 
Because I did not do a final five for you. Because I need you to answer these final five. Because I'm 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 sick of the shit. I'm sick of the shit. Yeah. I'm sick of the I'm sick of the softball questions. Let's get the guy. hardball questions. Let's get the hardball let's questions. Do final five. Let's get them. Hey, just real quick. Here we go. Are um are any of these ripped off from Inside the Actor Studio starring James Lipton? God, I hope not. Good, because if that ghost bothers me one more time, I'm gonna fucking kill him again. Uh, he's on a beach, <laughs> and he can't get off of it. <laughs> we will uh, never stop. I'm an ET form. Yeah, but Godfather Three, right? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, question one. Sure. If you could grab the mic from anybody important. But only have like a few seconds to blurt something out. Mm-hmm. What would it be? And please tell me what, where you are, what position. Oh my! It's so hard because the thing that I want to be able to do is get people to realize that their government doesn't give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. But people are so trapped in their own heads, yeah, that it's like it's impossible uh, to get them to admit it. Mm-hmm. Like the thing I want to yell at most of this country is. I know how fucking scared you are of everything. You right. need to stop. So what would you grab, though? Because you don't have time to do that. Mm-hmm. You can only have a statement or mm-hmm. Howard Stern's pretty great. I don't... <laughs> Howard Stern's <laughs> pretty great. Just saying Howard Stern's pretty great. Uh, While they're trying to take you off the mic. This is you trying to grab the mic. Two hands. They're pulling you off. Where are you? I, You're in Washington. Can I tell you millions the Millions of I, people watching. Can I tell you the thing I honestly want to do? Yeah. I honestly want to grab the, just like grab the mic from a White House press reporter while mm-hmm. Trump is giving a speech, look him dead in the eyes and go, I know your secret. And then hand the mic back and walk <laughs> away. <laughs> and just watch the ensuing, the ensuing shit storm of him being like, I don't have a secret. It's no secrets. <laughs> Tweeting out for eight days. All the things that could have been the secrets, but that he's not ashamed. Like, it would be so funny to watch somebody implode just by going, I know your secret. (laughs) That's my answer. That's pretty good. Uh, Question two, what type of entertainer do you wish could come back with no ridicule involved? Which type of entertainer? Can you start naming entertainers that have just disappeared? What do you mean? Comedian magicians. Just people. Guys with monkeys that dance and get Oh, a type of... A type Uh, of... Vaudeville... People, yeah. I don't know what 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 needs to come back, and we're like, hey, that should come back. That should be around more often. Uh, what, like what has actually disappeared? Comedian jugglers disappeared, and I'm gonna tell you, I don't need them. Uh, <laughs> who was a comedian juggler? There is a famous comedian. No, jugg- yes, who and he performed for Reagan like all the time. No, this this is when Gallagher and them were just fucking. I, I gotta crushing. tell you though, what? this guy's pretty funny. Shut up, Jeff. He had this bit. Well, then why juggle? If you're just funny, why juggle? He had this bit he would do because he was very good at it, where he had like a bowling ball, an apple, and an egg, and the whole bit was I'm going to juggle all three of them and take a bite out of the apple as I go. Yeah. But, which was, you know, fine, and the whole closing was that he would accidentally bite the egg, and it was like, oh my God. But the funny part was that he would give the apple to a guy in the front row. And he would go, and you're going to throw it back to me. And the guy would lob it over his head, and without looking away, he would go, when I say now. <laughs> so just be like, and you're going to throw it back to me. Thud, so roll, like roll, wanting roll. him to throw it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it it kills me every time I watch it. Having said that, I don't need to bring him back. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Comedian magician, I think is funny because I love magic. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. It's wonderful. Bring back comedian magician. Bring back comedian magic. There you go. Question three, which celebrity sucks, but we doesn't get it enough? 
All of them. But which one, like, do we just need to... Which one sucks? Which one do we need to get over? Which one Which one is like, man, that one sucks. Can we just stop pretending like that person's cool? Name some celebrities. I don't know. And what name one person did the Imagine thing. I don't know. I was just, exactly. trying, to, I was like, just trying to pick everybody, one. Now's a bad time. I get it. But No, I was, it's fine. Everybody, there's a thread online right now about how awful of a person Ellen DeGeneres is, and I find that very funny. <laughs> yeah. If you guys didn't know that, Ellen DeGeneres is the shittiest person so mean. in the fucking world. World, which uh, is hilarious. Here's one. What? what? Fuck David Letterman. Why does that guy get a pass? Why does he get a? He was sleeping with his interns, and then like he was, for years, it yeah, wasn't that one on time. his wife with yeah. interns. And when he got blackmailed, turned around and was like, "No, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stand up to this." And everyone was like, "Good for you." And I was like, "You're a creep." Yeah. Did I you ever? Did you ever see the interview he did with Tina Fey? No. Where she was like, "You didn't hire women writers ever." And he was like, I honestly just didn't know that women wanted to write for my show. And she was like, you're full of shit. You don't think women wanted writing jobs? She called him out. But we keep forgiving him. But it was like, you're kind of a dick to a lot of people. I mean, I, I, why the fuck does that dude get a pass? And Conan had to go through the bullshit that he had to go exactly. through. Exactly. Like, it's, I don't like David Letterman fucking either. And I just hate that. I, I hate you if you like are close to a billion dollars. Yeah. If you're too close to it. Like, if, if you have to think, like, how close are you to a billion dollars? And you're like, well, let me think about it. Like, I would just laugh. You yeah. should just laugh. This, this is my thing, because when David Letterman came on the scene, I was like, this guy's different, this guy's cool, this guy's funny. And the more successful he got, the more money he got, I was just like, what are we watching this for? Yeah. Like, you're losing touch with reality. Why do we, like, James Corden is apparently a huge piece of shit to people. Like, all the late night guys, like, fucking suck. Yeah, I'm like, just fucking like... Jimmy Fallon, they had to come out and be like, he's not an alcoholic. I'm like... Out of nowhere. And it's like, well, now I think he is one. Yeah. Fucking his finger almost fell off because yeah. he fucking fell down drunk. There was, a, there was a buddy of mine at Funny or Die who, who had this ongoing bit, and this was so bad, but I thought it was so funny that I kept it going, where he was... Where, around the time uh, Jimmy Fallon almost lost his finger, he was like, man... It's crazy that he lost, that he almost lost his finger. And I just want to point out that it was not in a domestic abuse dispute while he was hitting his wife. That was not <laughs> like, and everyone was like, yeah, but why are you saying it? was like, because well, it's just not what happened. That's not what happened. I'm just saying he doesn't do that. And just the fact that he kept doing that <laughs> for like a week. And we were all like, Matt, you need to not say that. And he was like, I'm saying he did it. He did it. That's all I'm saying. I don't know where this rumor is starting this information? that he did. I'm saying he did it. <laughs> Question four. If you could have dinner with two people, living or dead, please show us how you would deal with the waiter who hasn't brought you your food yet. You know, you're not trying to be a dick, but you're trying to show your control and respectful of their time and the situation. Um, also, please name the two people you're with as you're talking to the waiter. They're living or or dead. So the question, who could you have dinner with, living or dead? Yeah, but yeah. But you're talking to the waiter, and you've been waiting for like 30 minutes. Time. And you're just like, hey, hi, like, I don't. You don't want to be that person because you don't want them spitting your food. Is your sure, 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 you don't sure. want to be disres- You don't want to tell off the waiter sure, in front sure, of sure, the sure. two people you want to talk to. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I just who first of all who would I want to have dinner with? Who would I want to have? It always makes me laugh when people are like I'd have dinner with like. Pablo Picasso and Leonardo da Vinci. I'm like, great, have fun not being able to speak their languages. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, who? I want to have people who can put it away. Yeah, that's right? who I want to have dinner with. Now, if you ask me to have a conversation with, that's different. But who am I like? <laughs> who am I having dinner with? I'm having dinner with Hunter S. Thompson and Abraham Lincoln. And I'm like, 
I want you two to see each other. And I just want to watch you two talk. Yeah. And when the waiter comes over and it's a half an hour late, I'm like, hey, man, I want you to know something. You could be another hour late. <laughs> because for me, it's all about watching this go down. Keep bringing bread. Don't take our order. Don't get our food. Just let this play out. I want this guy to know that the country he helped build led to this guy. <laughs> and I want to know if he's proud or ashamed or both. Because I feel both. And I think he should too. And I just want just keep bringing the booze to this guy. And if you want to put oh, something just keep in it, just do Andres it. Thompson, I his want guns th- and his booze and his drugs. I want this to get wild, my man. This is not a dinner. This is an evening. <laughs> How would you describe Hunter S. Thompson if people didn't know him? Um, because people probably hear that name and they probably like see Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. but they don't fully understand what that means. Like this dude was like an icon. Imagine for, like, guns and drugs. Imagine being so smart when you were so young that the only way to cope was to become insane for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is the best way to describe it. You're, his best friend at the end of his life was Johnny yeah. Depp. That was his best yeah. friend. Yeah, I. Uh, th- this is. I don't know why. Whenever I think of Hunter S. Thompson, I think of there's a Kurt Vonnegut story. That's completely unrelated, but that makes me like think of him in that vein. Yeah, Kurt Vonnegut got a writing job. I think this is Vonnegut, at Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And they asked him to write this long cover story about a horse okay. that escaped, like a, a purebred that escaped and that they had to like track down. Yeah. And he sat in front of his typewriter for three hours, and then he typed the words, the horse jumped over the fucking fence, and then he walked into his boss's office and quit. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I have so much respect for that man and also despise him in so many Vonnegut? ways. Vonnegut? What? Vonnegut? No. Uh, oh, Hunter S. Thompson? Thompson? Same. Yeah. Uh, Same. I'm just like, man, I respect you kind, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but then you did some stuff that I'm like, I do not yeah, respect Yeah. It's like, that. there's a point where I'm like, too many drugs. Yeah. Just, just too many Just drugs. too much. Uh, question five. Sure, living sure. Or, question five. Living or dead, what kind of dog would you prefer? Living. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I got two. I wrote that down. Uh, a live corgi, please. Yeah. I don't know why I asked this one as the final one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's well, that's, it. that's it, guys. Death Stranding. Oh. Would you prefer a live oh dog or a God. dead dog? A uh, live That preferably. was so funny. Um, and if you can, go to your shelters. Be a foster daddy or mommy for a little yeah. bit because they're trying to get rid they're of trying to get They're trying to get those animals out for the pandemic. And then uh, you adopt them because yeah. you know that's what's going to happen. You know what's going <laughs> to All right. I want to end this on a, on a bit of good faith. Well, first, actually, I want to end this on a bit of bad faith. Doing, Keith, this is I a gave you emotional the rant, father. The rant segment yeah. was so funny. What rant segment? When we ranted yeah. when both of us had to rant. But I was like, we could take this further. Yeah. So I'm going to give you two minutes. Okay. And in those two minutes... I'm not ready for whatever this is. You got to call somebody out. Call somebody out? You got to call somebody out. You got you to gotta challenge somebody to come down here and fight you. You got to Wait, call wait. Them. I got to... Who am I calling? What is... Who you want to call out, man? Who am I calling out? Uh, the clock starts right now. Two minutes. All right, Chuck Schumer, let's do this. <laughs> we can't. had to listen to your niece tell jokes for 10 years. <laughs> let's do this, buddy. You and me. You've been in office for how long? 
How long? Have too you many, have you seen that supercut of you on John Oliver? Where you've been telling the same speech for thirty <laughs> fucking years, and you're a millionaire, and you're a millionaire. And then you're telling me, "Hey, I'm gonna tell Trump what's what. I'm his friend. We're gonna do this. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you." Come down to LA. Yep. Come hang out with everyone. Come see how homeless everybody is. Come see how jobless everybody yep. is. Come get in line with all of us. Come punch <laughs> somebody at Starbucks with me. How long have you been in office? How long? Jesse, how long? 40 years? 30 I years? Way too many. Way too many. To the point where you've had hair shed and grow 20 different times off your fucking head? Like, <laughs> I can't imagine this. Halfway through. I don't want to live in this world where you get to stay in office yeah i don't want to live in a world where you get to live through how many recessions and how much bullshit and you still get to have money and still get to have things better than the rest of us i don't care if you say you represent me you don't represent shit man you represent your own interests you represent the money that you have you represent the billionaires that tell you what to do you don't represent anyone that you say you represent if you want to represent us give me all of your money (laughs) do you want to represent all of us give us your fucking paycheck give us your fucking houses liquidate everything you fucking piece of shit you too nancy pelosi anyone who's a fucking democrat has been in office for fucking 40 years go away go die in a fucking hole it's not your time anymore you tell bernie to fuck off fuck you you're not telling bernie to fuck off you're telling healthcare to fuck off and guess what go die in a fucking hole time i gotta tell you something keith the goal was to call out one person. You called out a few it's of them, impossible. so I think you might have to do it again. I think you might have to go back <laughs> just, and start over and just from fight, the beginning. And just I think fight you might everyone. have to. All right. The good thing to put the, the game out on. Good thing to put the game out on. What was the moment in the game where you found something that somebody else left and you thought, oh, thank God? Um, it's normally... It's normally like a ladder or yeah. something in like the last place. Because there's that big like crevice. Fall down to this crevice and you fall down to it. It's like impossible to get back up unless you like run the whole thing. You know what I'm talking about? Run the whole thing. Rare. It's uh, you have all of the mules on the right side when yes. you're coming back. And it's like this huge crevice where there's this huge hole. Chasm. And this chasm that you can't get over unless there's a bridges or what have you. And just being so lucky that someone might have a ladder there. Someone might yeah. have like a rope there um but i think the time that i was like most thankful is the times when you see like a bridge in a place where you're like this shouldn't be here yeah that means some person took like six hours yeah out of their time because they had to come back and forth to build mm-hmm. this bridge and you'll know it because you'll walk across a bridge and you'll be like that's a hundred thousand likes most things in this game get like what a hundred two hundred yeah. maybe or whatever and you see like sixty thousand likes for something yeah, it's dude. insane it's like you did the most helpful thing and again it's like i think the game was most interesting when you're fighting the boss battles when people leave you things for blood yeah that was so like that. good so that was the most time when i felt like i was being like really helped out yeah and then from there on out, I almost just try to like get places as soon as possible and help out little ways I could. But it does make me want to go replay it and see how much more helpful I can be. Because I wanted to watch every time Jesse was towards the end. I watched the end with him because yeah. I was like, I remember it being so emotional yeah. and so important. Um, at the end when they're like, you've got to go all the way back to the beginning of the game on foot. And I was like, fuck this completely unless you made the bridge unless you milled those highways well that highway didn't exist for most of the game for me and so i was like okay i'm going over this mountain 
And I climbed over this mountain I was, like, not supposed to be able to climb over. But all these people left these anchors for me and these ropes so that I could just climb down it on the other side. And then I got to the bottom, and there was a motorcycle yeah. on the beach. And I was like, oh, I can drive this the entire way back. Yeah. I got back to the beginning of the game in, like, five minutes because somebody left a path and a motorcycle. Yeah. I was like... This is the easiest goddamn thing you that could have happened. You think it's going to be traumatizing. You're like, I don't play yeah. this game anymore, and it doesn't take that long. It was so good. It yeah, was. And so you're just polite. listening to music on yeah. the way back. You just everybody who left stuff for us, everybody who was good to us, it was like, this is incredible. It made me so happy. It made me so thankful. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Guys, Death Stranding is a fucking crazy game. It's different. It's cool. It's, it's unique, and it's worth your time. If you have time to play it during all of this, uh, we recommend it. We it do was, recommend it. Uh, you already know the story, but take it in fully, because Mads Mikkelsen, Norman Reedus, all of them do a great job. Yeah, they're all fucking crazy actors all over the place. Kojima's insane, and Fragile is the best fucking character. We didn't really get into Fragile's character, but she's so tragic, and she's so heroic, and she's so fucking badass. You all go watch Fragile's character. Yeah. You all go do it. Yeah, you so go first, do that. So first yeah, person, you go do that. She's the first person you meet. She's badass. She's badass. All right. We done did it. We did it. This is this is the big episode. So just a reminder, you've got daily episodes until this quarantine is over. Every day we're releasing something. Remember to go on our Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's newplayerpod, twitter.com slash newplayerpod, newplayerpod on Instagram. Yep. Uh, go on iTunes. Please review us. Five if stars you, if you could. Five stars if you could. Uh, people put one stars on there sometimes. And you, start, you know what? One I saw today. It was mean. No chemistry. Yeah, they no, said no chemistry. We, they, look, if you are like, hey, they don't know games as much as like I do, I'm like, you know what, fine. That's Give fine. Me, fine. Fine. No chemistry. Yeah, fuck off no chemistry. No listening. chemistry? No chemistry. Yeah, right. That's true. Jesse and I have been dating for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the magic is gone. Uh, but yeah, review us, go on it, uh, check us out, hang out. Tweet at us. Be good uh, to yourselves. Be good listen, to yourselves. Download and listen to the other episodes as well, because that helps us out. And uh, yeah, guys, be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. And keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. That's in Death Stranding. That, that does feel that way. No, right? it is. Memories of things you can go on. Keep on keeping on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Guys, keep on keeping on. Keith. Jesse. Death Stranding. New player has joined. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm just going to sleep on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he has nowhere to go. You got it. You nailed it. That's it. <laughs>